Welcome back to Billy West Live. I'm really pleased to welcome back Kirk Swallow, uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Natchitoches Regional Medical Center, and Dr. Phyllis Mason, the Chief Medical Officer of the Natchitoches Regional Medical Center, to provide us with some COVID updates. Kurt and Phyllis, thank you all so much for joining Billy West Live again. Hey, it's our pleasure to be on, Billy. Well, thank you, Kurt. If you will, give our, our listeners and, and the audience just an update on what our COVID numbers are. And I, I know we'd spoken a couple of weeks ago about not having any ICU beds available in Natchitoches. Give us a quick update on where we are with ICU beds and availability. Well, we're actually in a better spot today when it comes to the ICU. Um, you know, we've got a couple of open beds today. You know, our COVID numbers remain pretty consistent on, on admissions into the hospital. But the good news around the state, we are seeing, and we believe we have peaked. So we're about uh, 10 days into what we see the first or the fourth surge where the numbers are dropping. So, you know, when we talked last, I believe we were around uh, a little over 3,000 patients in bed. Today, that number is about 2,400. So it's, uh, it's much lower. And uh, but we are all but we're seeing a doubling of the number of patients that are on ventilators. So it's a higher ventilator count. That's around 430 or so across the state. Um, so if you look at Natchitoches Parish, Natchitoches Parish's positivity rate, and we only get this statistic about every two weeks. So the most recent one shows us a positivity rate of 14.6 percent. What that means is 14.6% of patients that are tested for COVID-19 are positive. So we were, up until the fourth surge, we were in pretty good shape in Natchitoches Parish. We were below 5%. Actually, it was below 3.5%. Where the Louisiana Department of Health and CDC feels you are not really spreading a virus or a, a condition like the flu or whatever is when you're below 5%. So, you know, we're going to watch this um, closely. You know, our positivity rate two weeks ago was 10.9. So it's still continuing to grow here in Natchitoches. While the rest of the state overall admission rate and positivity is beginning to wane. And, and that's pretty usual. You see that in rural areas where uh, it's, it, it peaks first in urban areas and it takes longer to flow to the, earth, to the rural areas. And then uh, that's pretty much we, if you looked at all four waves of the pandemic, we were, the rural hospitals like Natchitoches Regional were one of the later, um, uh, you know, we had a later spike than, than most places. Well, it seems as if that's kind of what you predicted a couple of weeks ago, Kurt, is exactly coming through. So we do have ICU beds available if necessary, but our ventil ventilator count is up. Yes, uh, the ventilator count is up around the state. It's not up here. Yes. Uh, we're actually we're in a better spot today than we've been probably a week and a half, two weeks ago. Well, that's that's great news. And Dr. Mason, um, can you give us an update on, on what you're seeing with respect to vaccinations? Uh, are people more likely to be vaccinated now? And then what are the opportunities for folks locally to either get vaccinations or uh, be tested for COVID? So as we said in the previous um, broadcast that we are doing vaccinations at our walk-in clinic. And funny enough that you should ask, because yesterday we did vaccinations. We're doing Pfizer vaccinations, uh, and it's with either first or second dose or even the third dose for the immunocompromised. But yesterday we had such a great volume of 
people wanted to be vaccinated, that it was down uh, Kaiser almost killing. And even in the other direction, it was really causing a traffic jam. And that's the response that we're getting from the community for people who want to be vaccinated. And we uh, actually saw, I think, oh, about 200 yeah. um, yesterday. Uh, and so we we are, we stopped the drive-through testing right now. Yeah, and, and the reason we stopped the drive-through testing is because we can't get access yeah. to the rapid test results. Uh, so without having our test, the test kits, so those are on national back order uh, because of the, uh, the fourth surge across the country. So, but uh, vaccinations are being administered seven days a week uh, at our walk-in clinic at 740 Kaiser Avenue. And then we're doing drive-through one evening a week, as Dr. Mason mentioned. So it, we were going to be rotating Pfizer and Moderna, but because of the storm, uh, that hit South Louisiana, we will not be able to get our Moderna vaccines for next week. So next Tuesday, again, will be Pfizer first and second dose and booster for the immunocompromised from 5 to 8 p.m. Well, we really are having a great response from the community for people who are either calling or contacting us personally, inquiring about the vaccines. Well, is is it just me or is it are the the educational things that are happening with the media and maybe some of the disinformation that's been out there over the last six or eight months or really a year with respect to vaccines is that the public is finally getting it that the vaccines work and they're safe. Um, I, I think you get the vast majority of people are recognizing that, especially really with this fourth surge because we have a younger, significantly younger population being admitted. And when you look at the numbers, pure and simple, when 91% of admissions today into the hospitals are unvaccinated, it tells the story. That's really the big story. Now, I will tell you on flip, flip the coin there, on the other side of that, there is this groundswell out in, on social media and in the communities that the, um, you know, the hospitals are pushing these vaccines, they're unsafe, um, and it's really becoming hostile. And that's really not what we want to see. You know, when the, there was an article that came out today in Beckers, in just 16 months ago, nurses were considered healthcare heroes. Today, they're now being threatened um, and harassed for administering vaccines. So we've really got to address the, what I consider that that uh, bullying behavior through via social media and really try to get more people spreading the, the appropriate word. Look, at the end of the day, myself, Dr. Mason, or anybody within uh, the entire healthcare community in Natchitoches are never saying people are mandating vaccines. What we want people to do is to make an informed decision it's your choice whether or not you choose to be vaccinated. But just make a really good informed decision. Don't rely on social media to drive your decision. Billy, one of the things that um, I've seen and when people come uh, approach me about the vaccine now, I'll ask them, well, what changed your mind? And, you know, at one time, COVID had kind of relaxed and we had relaxed and we really thought we were past the um pandemic as far as the surge. But then this fourth surge happened with Delta and it scared people. They so when I ask people why have you changed your mind, the majority of them will say, This Delta variant scared me or I saw someone, my family member or a friend. 
So it really doesn't have to be that personal connection that make them change their mind. We haven't, Billy, we didn't see the impact of the human tragedy of COVID um, at all with the first three surges. We have seen it. It's, um, it's taken a toll on both the families, the communities, but our healthcare team. You know, we're in the business. Everybody that got into healthcare is about making people better, saving lives. And, you know, it's always about what can I do to make someone better? And when you can't, sometimes you can't fix people. And, and I think that's been, it's taken a toll on our healthcare workers also. No, no question about it. And there's, you know, you're right. There's only so much you can do in trying to educate people, provide the information, the, the safety and efficacy of, uh, of especially Pfizer now that the FDA is, has uh, authorized its use. I'm sure that's had an effect on people as well. But all we can do is keep doing the things we're doing, let people know as much information as they can so they can make informed decisions. But, you know, there, there's a lot of terms out there about the, the epidemic now that's going on now is the epidemic of the unvaccinated. And I think that message is finally resonating with the public. Yeah, it, it, you know, it is clogging up the, the what, uh, I'm going to step back, the positive rate, uh, the COVID positive patients, I should say, are really bottlenecking our healthcare system today. When we don't have hospital beds to take care of acute emergencies, and we've talked about it in the first two times we've come on the program, that heart attacks, somebody that's having symptoms of a stroke, when we can't get them in quick enough because we are bombarded with COVID patients. And when the vast majority are unvaccinated, it's, it's, the question is why? Why does it have to be that? And, and as Dr. Mason mentioned a minute ago, we're now seeing folks that come in that didn't want to get vaccinated and then they're like, when they're uh, struggling to breathe, they're in dire condition. Can you can I get the vaccine now? And he said, Well, no. It's it will do no good. We're going to take care of you. It's what we can to help you. But you know that's and again, uh, we know once they leave, that once they go home, they'll probably more than likely get vaccinated. Right, Doctor Mason. Let me ask a quick question. I know y'all are short on time this afternoon, and I appreciate y'all giving us some time on Billy West Live. But are you seeing that that younger people and children? are now testing positive more with this Delta variant? We are seeing a younger population. We have not had any children here. Um, we are. We do know that we have children in the hospital, I should say. We do know that we have a large majority of our children that are testing positive. I was talking to one of the pediatricians recently, um, and they were starting to see a spike in the children. Thankfully, the children aren't as ill. But our average age now um, for COVID admissions are about 45 to 55, which is different from the first uh, Apple variant. That one we were seeing many patients from the nursing home in the 70s and 80s, but now the population is a little, a little bit younger. But I think that speaks to the fact that the older population got vaccinated. Right. The right. younger population, that's 45 to 55, they felt like they could survive the COVID. They felt like they didn't need the vaccine. And so that's... I think is really why we're seeing that population of patients now rather than the older population. Kurt, I'm going to give you the last word on our on our podcast today. What message would you like to get out to the public uh, as we continue to maneuver through this pandemic? Well, a couple of things we ask. We ask that people continue to mask indoors, follow the governor's mask mandate. That is the biggest thing we can do to help 
uh, to slow down this uh, pandemic is just getting masked. And speak to your healthcare, primary care physician or, or somebody else in healthcare and get the facts and then make an informed decision whether or not you want to get vaccinated. Well, I appreciate it. Sure, Philip. Can I do one last just quick statement? Yes. Uh, on, my pre- on your previous um, podcast, um, I just mentioned about the pregnant patient, and I know that was some concerns about why I said that, but I want to make people aware that that recommendation is from the American College of OBGYN as well as the CDC. The American College of OBGYN has looked at the data and said that this vaccine is safe for the pregnant patient. Yes, I thought you'd actually said that before when you said that, but I'm glad you cleared that up. Uh, but Kirk and, and Dr. Mason, I, I really appreciate y'all joining Billy West Live for a COVID update here locally. And I know we'll have you back on shortly, but uh, it looks like maybe we're hitting that peak. And the good news that you, you predicted a few weeks ago, Kirk, seems to be happening. And that's good news. Yeah, it's good news. Um, and I, I hope that trend continues. Thank you both uh, very much. Kirk Swallow. Uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Natchitoches Regional Medical Center, and Dr. Phyllis Mason, the Chief Medical Officer of the Natchitoches Regional Medical Center, uh, have been my guests this afternoon on Billy West Live. Thank you both, Kurt and Dr. Mason. Great, thank, thank you. you.